0: Entrepreneur on Fire 977.
1: Take action because it's a lot easier to move a moving car than to move a car that's standing still.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text Podcast Course to 33444. That's Podcast Course all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Ignite. This episode is sponsored by GoToWebinar from Citrix. With GoToWebinar, you can create interactive online events to engage and capture your audience's attention. Find out more at gotowebinar.com. Are you hiring but not sure where to find the best candidates? Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Scott Oldford. Scott, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Heck yes, 955, that is insane, man.
0: <laughs> Agreed. Scott has been an entrepreneur since age 7. Built companies, succeeded, failed, been broke, and is now on the other side of the roller coaster. Focus on helping organizations through marketing, strategy, and technology. Scott, take a minute, fill in any blanks from the intro and give us a glimpse in your personal life.
1: For sure, for sure. Well, you know what? I uh the, the quick 30-second clip of it is I've been selling eggs uh since I was 7 years old. Uh had a very successful uh online marketing company uh, by the time I was uh 14, 15, 16 years old. Uh lost it all between the ages of 19 and 21 and uh through three different failures and uh, then, you know, had kind of a little bit of a change of mindset. And then everything changed around. And last year we did uh, just under a million dollars in revenue. Uh, so, uh, so things are, things are you know, uh, in going in the right direction. Definitely not my definition of success, but it's going in the right direction.
0: Going in the right direction, a great place for any entrepreneurial company, Scott. And let's do this now. You're at a networking party. Someone walks up to you and they ask, what do you do? In 10 seconds, what's your answer?
1: I help fulfill your vision using strategy, marketing, and technology.
0: Fire Nation, this is a dialed-in explanation of what Scott is currently doing, easily understood by the recipients. Let's make sure we have ours in our back pocket, too. And Scott, what I want to do now is start with a story. I want you to take a second and tell Fire Nation how you came to be doing, what you're currently doing right now, today. Tell us that story.
1: Sure. So it was June of 2013. I was just off the heels of, like I said, three massive failures and where I lost not only my net worth, but I went into uh, almost three quarters of a million dollars in debt. So 75 or sorry, 750,000, 726,000 was that just two years ago. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, obviously it takes a little bit of time to accumulate that much debt and a lot of stupid mistakes, but I, I had about $600 in my bank account. I sold out my company the year before, got completely depressed. Uh, You know, I was working 30 hours a week. And if you know Scott Olford, I don't work 30 hours a week. And if you know any entrepreneur, we don't work 30 hours a week. Uh, And so I had about $600 in my bank account. I had a, a credit card that had my mother's name on it. Uh, my girlfriend at the time had a credit card with twelve thousand dollar limit, and I started what is today Infinitus uh, in around about ten days after my, I guess, my twenty first birthday. And so, uh, you know, at, at this time, I had nothing. I had to sell everything in my house, all my earthly possessions, my watches, my suits, my my, you know, sunglasses, I mean, it was honestly, you know, at the time it was kind of a little bit pathetic. You know, I had like, you know, I had, you know, soccer moms coming to my house buying sunglasses for me. And, uh, and so I, I accumulated $12,000, which was enough money, you know, to service the debt payment and and everything else for two or three months and be able to live and make sure I wasn't, you know, ended up homeless or anything or had to go back and live with my mom and dad. And then this kind of just crazy momentum, started happening and it all started with mapping out exactly what I wanted in life. So I started with the lifestyle and what I truly wanted and I stopped thinking about the commitment of having to pay for all this debt and I stopped having, you know, thinking about having to serve, you know, the clients per se and I start thinking about the opportunity that I had instead of the commitment and that was a very big change And what then start happening is, you know, I went through life and I I went through, you know, when you're 16, 17 years old and you have all the money, uh, you know, to what I was concerned, all the money in the world back then. And I I won all these awards and all these different types of things. I I just had this crazy ego. I had all these different things. I had to get rid of that. And once I got rid of that and looked at the universe as how can I help the universe and the people that are in the universe instead of how can the universe help Scott Offord? There was this huge shift and everything just started to align. Now, I'm not saying that I've made, you know, haven't made a ton of mistakes in the last couple of years since doing that, but I'm on the right track. I've been able to reduce my debt to about $150,000 from $726. Uh, And, you know, while I'm definitely not on the, you know, while I still have a lot lot of ways to go, definitely in the right direction. So what I think
0: a great theme that keeps coming up, Fire Nation, over and over again is that Scott is focused on the reality and the Awesomeness that he's headed in the right direction. And that should really be a big thing that we all look for in our businesses. Are we headed in the right direction? Don't always look at the exact numbers and dollars and cents and revenue as the only indicators. Are we headed in the right direction? And also, I just love how Scott gets into the meaning of value and providing value. You know, my favorite quote by Albert Einstein is try not to become a person of success, but rather become a person of value. And if we can just flip that on our head, Fire Nation, so many great things can result from that mindset shift. And Scott, you really seem to understand your business, all the dynamics and the such. How would you define your avatar, your perfect client? What does your customer look like in an ideal situation?
1: So we help uh, typically companies that have one to two million dollars plus in revenue a year uh, execute and, you know, look at in the next three years, where is your vision? How are we going to get there? And then we become, you know, just from the strategy perspective, the implementation perspective, all of these different types of things. So that's one part of it. And another part that I'm super excited about, because it's very, very similar to, you know, everybody that's listening to this. We're all entrepreneurs and, and that type of thing. And so I've I launched, uh, you know, over the last eight or nine months, just this organic growth of bringing entrepreneurs together. I started with lunches and dinners, and now it's you know an online community uh, that's kind of thousands of users, and we we do webinars and expert sessions. is all free and everything else. So that, uh, while it's not a revenue stream, that's what really really gets me fired up. Um, you know, lately because of the fact that I know how difficult it is when you're an entrepreneur. That's you know not. At the million dollar mark, and having you know built multiple million dollar companies, and also failed on the other end of it, um, and 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 having you know so many great connections and people around me, I love being able to bring together entrepreneurs and and help them and, and this type of thing. So it's kind of down the middle per se.
0: So once you've nailed down exactly the kind of companies and customers and avatars you're looking for. What are some real specifics that you want to make sure that you're discussing with this company and metrics that you're looking at to make sure you're making the most out of this relationship?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, you know, really, you you need to start on where they want to grow. You know, does that million and a half company want to be a $10 million company in three years or does it want to be a $3 million company in three years? Um, so, yeah, and that's completely up to the owner. I mean, not every 10 million. owner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's say, okay, so you're you're ten $10 So we essentially I'm not sure if you know Cameron Harold or not but we use the vivid vision that Cameron Herald uh, which is an amazing um, you know CEO coach and, and, and best-selling author we use very much of that philosophy and then you know we look at okay from a marketing perspective what do we need to implement from a strategy perspective what do we need to implement And from a technology perspective what do we need to implement in order to get where we want to be three years from now and then we base the cost on that you know on a, on a 12-month period you know for some clients that's a couple thousand bucks a month. For some other clients, that's tens of thousands of dollars a month. It really based on how some, how fast someone wants to grow, what's needed. I mean, you know, for some, it's, it could be email marketing. For some, it could be a combination of inbound marketing. For some, it could be, you know, just guerrilla marketing, some, you know, weird thing that works for their industry. Um, so, you know, it's, it's honestly all over the place. We don't call ourselves a marketing agency. Uh, at the end of the day, we're the growth agents.
0: So this is really a, a high end service for companies and businesses that can really afford to invest in themselves.
1: Exactly, exactly. I mean, it, it's a you know our, our typical cost per year is anywhere from the seventy to two hundred thousand uh, dollar sort of cost and, and that type of thing. And, and again, it really depends on on what's needed. What the beauty is is that when you're looking from a vision perspective. One of the biggest problems is that you get in your own way and you sort of need kind of that team of experts. And what we do is, you know, so, so John, we don't really have the, you know, a big internal team. We don't have an office. Everyone works from home. Every, we bring people in based on their expertise and based on their industry um, and and knowing the, the know-how of that industry. So instead of saying, hey, here's the eight people that we have internally that's going to help you, it's, okay, here's our network of almost 200 people, and we're going to bring in exactly who needs to be in and here to actually create that growth.
0: Awesome. I mean, this is just really helpful for me to see how a company really serves another company on a high level and, you know, just with a lot of value. And I just love that we keep focusing on it's the providing of value that makes both sides of this equation so successful. And Scott, I want to move forward by moving backward. And that's going to be into your worst entrepreneurial moments. I really want you to tell us that story, the story of when you would actually consider the lowest of the low, the bottom of that roller coaster, that dip, so to speak, and really take us to that moment, take us there to that moment in time and tell us that story.
1: I think it would have had to been, you know, this was when I was about 18 or 19 years old, I was working on uh, putting together this startup. I had a lot of my own money. I had a lot of somebody else's money. I was about three, you know, probably about three months from getting a significant investment, and it, it kind of came down to the point that I picked the wrong partner, and because I picked the wrong partner, I wasn't going to be able to get this investment money. And you know, we're talking, we're talking seven figures, and and I had you know six figures, you know, the high six figures into it myself. And so I had all this, I had a team of 12, 13, 14 people hired in an office working, you know, spending a ton of money every single month. And it was very very obvious that I not only did I pick the wrong partner, but if I proceeded, I would lose more if I proceeded than if I just let it and cut it dry. And so that was the start, um, you know, picking the wrong partner essentially brought me to a point where I had three failures back to back to back because I didn't listen to my gut. I listened to my brain. And a lot of the time our brains are stupid. We need to listen. We need to listen to our gut. There's a reason that, you know, our intuition is everything that we've learned and everything that our brain knows and everything that we know from a universal level that we can't simply access through our brain. And so I used, um, my, my thinking instead of, I, I use thinking and advice instead of intuition. And sometimes, you know, advice is good. Mentoring is good. All of these coaching is great. All of these, these things are great, but you need to use in business your intuition because you're, if you, if you use your intuition in my experience, it will always guide you to, you know, you know, true North exactly where you need to be.
0: Scott, I love that message. I can tell you so many of our past guests have had their failure moments, their worst moments, when they didn't listen to those red flags, that intuition, their gut that was saying, whoa, whoa, soldier, back up, take a look around, and instead just charge forward despite... You know, that gut telling them, hey, this might not be for you. Take a second. Take a breath here. And then on the flip side, the aha moments, the successes are happening when we do what feels right, the intuition deep down. I mean, I love that theme. I love that takeaway. What is something that you want to make sure that our listeners, Fire Nation, do take away, do really understand from that story in your life?
1: Build your business around what you're good at. And, and what I mean by that is just because you're not good at something doesn't mean that you need a partner to bring in to be good at that. It just means that sometimes you don't need to do that part of the business. Uh, so I'll give you an example on that. So I'm a horrible manager. Like, I can't manage anything. I, I'm just a terrible, terrible manager, but I'm a great leader. I can, I can make people buy into a vision and understand a vision and see it and, and follow behind it. But in terms of managing it, you know, one one time somebody, um, uh, Stephen Sizzler, I'm not sure if he's been on the show or not, but <laughs> he explained it to me. You can get 500 people to go to the other side of the, of the planet to go in this lake that's full of Kool-Aid. That's not even Kool-Aid. But you have no idea. It'll never happen because you can't get them over there on the plane because you don't know how to manage it. I'm like, okay, fair enough. So... At about my third failure and after having three sets of partners and just both three, not only burning the relationship, burning the business and everything else, I just, I simply can't have partners. So then I say, and especially in Infinitus, I said, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm good at. I'm going to make a business that I don't need an office because I hate going to an office. I hate dressing up. You know, I, like right now I'm in in, a, in basically pajamas and it's, you know, it's 12 o'clock in the day. It's my style. So build a business that's based around your strengths, not your weaknesses. And a lot of people mess it up. They're like, oh, I need a partner for this. I need a partner for that. and I need a partner for this. The problem is, is that your values aren't going to likely align with that person that has the other skills. So why even bother trying to make that this mix mash and decreasing the chances of you actually uh, being successful? Because... no one's going to have more drive than you. And no one's going to want to do this more than you. And when you get business partners, especially if it wasn't, you know, especially if it was your idea and they bought in, you, the, the potential for things to go sideways is just so, so, so high. Now, I realize this is me for you. Maybe it's not business partners. Maybe it's something else. But play on your, you know, on your strengths and make your strengths amazing, instead of trying to supplement all your weaknesses by, you know, doing courses and this and that and everything else. I mean, why do that when you can be the best at two things? And why why be, you know, mediocre at six?
0: Fire Nation, this won't be the first time you've heard me talk about focus. Follow that one course until success. So many of us are just always going one mile wide, one inch deep. Change that. Flip it around. Flip it on its head. Go one mile deep, one inch wide Dominate, crush that space, and then slowly move back out and Scott, i'd love for you to kind of shift now and tell us a story of an aha moment. Take us to that moment in time when you had that epiphany, that light bulb that went on really down to the ground level. Share with us that story
1: the The, the one that changed my life, and I won't talk about this one specifically, but the one that changed my life, of course, was looking at. You know, how can I serve the universe instead of the universe serving me? All right? Now, the second one that really, 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 if I look back in the last two years, one of the biggest mistakes I made was I created complexity to feed my ego. And this is what I mean. So I created all these, you know, hired more people than I really needed in infinites. I, you know, grew it faster than it really needed to grow for the clients in which we have and, and to really serve the clients. And I created complexities that I thought were processes. And it feeds your ego to say, oh, I have this big company that, you know, has all these different people doing all these different types of things. And then you, when you really take a look at it, you're like, hmm. That's really just feeding my ego of, oh, I'm a business owner and I have a, you know, a multi-million dollar business. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you know I can do a million dollars in revenue and have the exact same amount of profit that you do with $150,000 in revenue. You need to be looking at your profit, not your revenue. And I always looked at revenue more than profit. So you know going into this next year, my goal is $300,000 in profit. I don't care about how much or how little that revenue is. I want to have $300,000 in profit because with profit you can actually do things. With revenue, you essentially, you know, if you want a million dollars in revenue, you don't care about the profit. You're really just robbing Peter to pay Paul sometimes.
0: Scott, I'm so glad you brought up these points because I really wanna make sure Fire Nation understands the truth behind this. Fire Nation, it's all about the net profit, money that's left over after everything, after your expenses, after you paid everybody out, what's left in your bank account. We let our egos as entrepreneurs take over a lot of times because we wanna have that seven, eight, nine figures of revenue, but man, I would rather have $300,000 in profits and only having made $500,000 in revenue. So there's $200,000 in expenses there. Okay, maybe I can fix that and improve that on next year. Then a million dollars in revenue with $900,000 in expenses because that's only $100,000 in net profit left over for me. It's all about the net profit. Look at that bottom line, Fire Nation. And Scott, there's a great book called Profit First by Michael McCallowitz, Past guest of EO Fire, great guy. Have you checked that book out?
1: Mm, it's an amazing, amazing book. Amazing, amazing book. I, I was doing a mastermind session back in October, and one of the people there suggested that I read it, and actually gifted it to me. And uh, and and you know, I didn't read it for a while, and then I read it during you know I was in Hawaii for all of Christmas, and I got a chance to read it, and it was it just kind of blew my mind. And it's all about you know, as you people want all this growth, and it, you really don't actually want growth, okay? Like unless you're really feeding your ego, you don't want to grow. What you really want to do is you want to simplify. You want to be the best at what you do. You want to serve your people and create a ton of value. You do that. You're not going to need to worry about profit because it's just going to start flowing. And, you know, don't, don't grow too fast. Grow slowly and make your profit grow before you make these, you know, business decisions. And if you have even that little tiny bit of intuition, that little gut feeling, Hey, I shouldn't do this. Listen to it don't ignore it. Because if you listen to that little bit of gut feeling, you're going to end up exactly where you need to be compared to having to back paddle six months.
0: Fire Nation, I know this may sound and feel a little contrarian, but believe me, it's not all about the growth. It's about the profit. Because you can do with profits what you can't do with growth, and that is invest in your business, invest in yourself, and continue to feed the machine if you want to, but also put some away and Elongate that runway for that rainy day. Build up that war chest. So, Scott, let's do a little bit of a shift here. We're going to move into the fire round. So, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
1: Definitely ma- managing. Um, of course, the uh, you know the bright light syndrome. Remembering that everything that's shiny isn't gold. Uh, and staying as focused as possible and ensuring, and and how I've gotten over that weakness of focus is ensuring that there's someone there every single week, not a coach, but somebody there every single week to say, Hey, Scott, you know what? That's a great idea, but how much money do you have in your bank account right now? And is it more than it was last week? And why the hell aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing because that 's what 's making you money, not this little side idea that you 're going to have to take you know a tangent on in, in three months of your life and go do it, and then it 's no longer shiny anymore
0: what 's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur
1: I think it 's the leadership visionary side of allowing people to see exactly what I see, you know r- regardless if that 's my fiance and, and how I <laughs> roped her into, uh, roped her into this journey with me from, you know four years ago. Um, or it's, you know, a client allowing them to see how much business they're leaving on the table or how much they could actually profit and, and what they're, you know, what they can actually do. I think that is the largest part. And you know what? I think the other part of it is, is just having this really stupid work ethic. That doesn't even make any sense, and it probably came from you know I have a, a bunch of learning disabilities and everything else, and in school, I just sucked. like I couldn't get more than a fifty on anything. and like I remember my first grade eleven midterm, I got a seventeen and i was I was impressed the fact that I got seventeen and I just had to work and work and work and work and work when I was in school. and when I got out, I never ever went to university or college. But I just kept on working, 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 working. And I know that majority of entrepreneurs are like that and embrace that and don't let anybody tell you that there, that there's something wrong with you. Uh, you know, take your breaks, take your time to yourself, but keep on grinding because at some point that's going to pay off and you're doing something that nobody else will do in order to get somewhere where no one else will get.
0: So you have a lot of cool things going on right now, Scott, but if you had to share with us, Fire Nation, the one thing that has you most fired up right now, what would it be?
1: I would say it's it's limitlessbusiness.com, this community we have for entrepreneurs. Hopefully I'm I'm okay name dropping that in here. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's an application completely curated community of entrepreneurs, uh, from all walks of life, you know, regardless if you're literally have never made a dollar to people that have made, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, in there. And, and it's an amazing thing that I'm so, so happy that I have the opportunity to be able to do it. Um, and that's really what has me fired up. Right now, because I can bring all of these amazing people and amazing things together, and truly help entrepreneurs and see them actually, you know, through the accountability, through masterminding, through all these different types of things, actually see them have those results and in, in a very short timeline. Compared to you know, a lot of times when we when we get in the businesses, we have you know it's six to twelve months before they can really see the results. Whereas entrepreneurs, they make things happen so fast with so much dedication, that you just see it happen, you're like, wow, my life is worth living because that person did that.
0: Rocking stuff, Scott. And listen, you're not going anywhere, my friend, because we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, but you're not sure where to find the best candidates? I speak from personal experience when I say that your company is only as good as the people you hire. This is an important step. I also know that posting your job in one place doesn't cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates, but with little time to spare, it's tough to post everywhere. Good news. Thanks to zerpacuter.com fire, I can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click and be instantly matched to candidates from over four million resumes. Just post once, and within 24 hours, you'll be watching your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, and you can try it right now for free. Getting the right people for your company is so important, and ZipRecruiter can help. Try ZipRecruiter for free today. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Growing your business isn't always cheap. Marketing, advertising, design elements, these things all cost money in exchange for hopeful exposure. All you're looking for is a cost-effective way to reach more customers, build your brand, and generate new leads. Am I right? I've got just a recommendation for you. Use GoToWebinar from Citrix. GoToWebinar lets you connect with your audience anywhere you are so there are no longer any barriers to finding that perfect customer of yours. Using GoToWebinar is easy. Just schedule your event and send invites to your audience members. Then afterwards, see the impact of each webinar with reports on registration, attendance, and performance. GoToWebinar also connects with your other marketing platforms so you can streamline customer and lead management, making it simple to turn your audience into quality Qualified sales leads. Once you have your live events funnel set up, then automation is right around the corner. Get started with GoToWebinar today and broadcast with confidence. Visit GoToWebinar.com to start your free 30 day trial. That's GoToWebinar.com. Scott, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I
1: am. I'm looking forward to this.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I don't know if I was ever held back. I did, I didn't know I was being an entrepreneur. So I was uh, I was like 16 years old before someone told me, "Hey, you're an entrepreneur." Uh in which my uh my my, my reply was, "Oh, great. Let's just keep on doing this." So a little bit of a different story than most people. Uh but uh it was just it was natural to me. Unfortunately or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: I had a billionaire mentor of mine and he, unfortunately he passed away a few years ago and he told me when I was about 17 years old, Scott, never buy real estate and never go for low risk investments. And he said, you are the truest form of an entrepreneur. And if you are the truest form of an entrepreneur and you don't need to worry about kids, you don't need to worry about family and you're okay, bet big, get big. And just let, let that go. And this comes from a billionaire that came from a family of 17 people. And, uh, he's like, you know, don't, don't let your, don't let yourself invest $10 and get back 12, invest $10 and get back 10,000. And, uh, because of that, you know, <laughs> uh, that's not for a lot of people, but for me, that was probably some of the best advice I've ever received.
0: What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success?
1: I think the personal habit is structuring my days. Every single day is different. And I'll give you an example. Wednesdays are my phone call days. Thursdays are my in-meeting days. Fridays are my mastermind days. Saturdays, a work day. Sunday, my day is off. And Monday and Tuesday our work slash uh, a little tiny bit of podcasting that allows me to get up every single morning and know exactly what the intent of my day is exactly what I need to accomplish and writing down every single thing I need to do today and everything I need to accomplish and what I expect out of my day and reviewing that at the end of the day. And I've been doing that for uh, probably about two years now. Uh, Basically when I started Infinitus, I started doing that and uh, it's been amazingly effective. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? A resource that I use every single day of my life to automate my life is fancyhands.com. I absolutely love it. Uh, a second thing that I would recommend anybody that has a business that has anything to do with phone calls is Ruby Receptionist. And that has, lit- I don't know the last time I've actually taken a phone call. And you know, you're going through your day, you're going through your hit list and you're getting phone calls, phone calls, phone calls. Why not have somebody else that's in the US, answer them, take it, and then you can spend that 30 minutes a day, it's on your hit list, return calls, and boom, now you're way more effective and you get your life back. Control your day instead of letting the day control you.
0: If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why?
1: Uh, I would think Chris Brogan's The Freak Shell and Hair at the Earth is probably my, one of my favorite books. And it's not because I just, you know, I, I, I love Chris and I'm a huge fan and friend of him. Um, or, you know, uh, I just put out a book in January, too. So I could probably say that that's one of my one of my favorite. Um, that's the the Connection, Connections That Count book, theconnectionbook.com. And it's all about my journey on, you know, half of my revenue last year, half a million dollars was derived by simply meeting strangers at lunches and dinners right across North America that I held. And that book is my my how-to guide. It's a one-hour read. It's super simple. Uh, and, uh, you know, it totally, 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 totally changed my life. I mean, John, I'm, I'm sure that you've, you've gone to dinners that are a similar style. And, uh, you know, I, I would literally, you know, for my birthday last year, I went to Miami. I partied with eight strangers. We went out to supper and, you know, one thing, you know, led to another and I was getting home six o'clock in the morning. And I didn't know any of those people. And now, you know, I can go to Miami, stay in, you know, a variety of places if I wanted to for completely free. And I have amazing people down there. And, uh, you know, it even resulted in a business deal.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at Book. Dot com Scott, let's end on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye
1: I guess the overall part of where you can find me is Uh you know I'm very very I, I absolutely love you know, new, exciting entrepreneurs. And I actually, every single Wednesday of every single week, I take four hours and I spend it 15-minute slots talking with entrepreneurs and people that I don't know. And you can uh, you go over to scottofer.com slash fire and you can go ahead and book one of those yourself. There's no sales, no nothing. I just want to get to know you and what you're into. Parting piece of guidance for me would be just go out and do it. Um, one, One of the things I sent out to my weekly email this morning was in lack of clarity, take action. Because it's a lot easier to move a moving car than to move a car that's standing still.
0: Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with Scott and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Scott in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up, and Scott, thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, we're freelancers, entrepreneurs, and self-employed. If you make your money in lump sums or seasonally, like most independents, you'll hit a snag when trying to get a mortgage. Why? Big banks see your uneven income as a risk. Well, there's a new lender in town called Privio, and they've built a business to help you. Privio likes your entrepreneurial streak and gets the way that you make money. Apply online at privio.com slash podcast. You'll have a decision in hours. That's privio.com slash podcast. Fire Nation, Thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb. And to get on it, all you need to do is text EOFIRE to 33444 and get inside My Head Weekly. Have an inspired day and ignite.